What up? We are back again today with the Big Ten Football Focus Podcast and uh, feeling a little bit, a little bit better today. I uh, was under the weather last time that I had the podcast, so I'm happy. Uh, hopefully I sound a little bit better. Uh, my voice not as hoarse, uh, getting through a little cold, but looking forward to this next week and mainly the, the betting uh, aspect of this. We are absolutely kicking butt this year. We're above 50%, and really that's all I'm shooting for. So last week we were 9-2 and two on the money line and 9-5 and five on the spread. Um, oh, sorry, 10-4 and four on the money line, 9-5 and five on the spread. I was looking at the week before. Uh, combine those two together for the season, we're 15-10 and 10 and 19-6 and six on the money line. I mean, we really should be, you really should be able to predict these scores, right? It's, uh, it's just the beginning of the season, a lot of FCS, a lot of Mountain West teams uh, that the Big Ten are playing. So uh, we are going to be talking a little bit, uh, some, some betting lines, you know, today and uh, hopefully, you know, win yeah, a little bit of money. Because uh, it, you know, I love that aspect of it. You know, uh, like we say, Michigan's going to win, but are they going to win by forty-seven? That makes uh, football so much more fun, so much more intense. Uh, you saw it with the NFL with Week One this last week, and uh, you see it every single time in college. It's a ton of fun. It adds a different dynamic to the sport. Obviously, um, you know, make sure that you're gambling responsibly. I always like to say that before we dive into it. So, a couple of things. I am super excited for this week. I think this week is a lot more dynamic than the week before. Now, last week we had some upsets. We had uh, Wazoo beating Wisconsin. We had Iowa State over Iowa. This week there are some good games that I think are going to give us uh, some really interesting storylines going forward. I don't like the beginning of the year because it's like, you know, Michigan playing Colorado State. What am I supposed to take from that? What, what, what am I supposed to take away? That Michigan is far and away better than, than Colorado State. What about, you know, uh, Ohio State, Arkansas State? What am I supposed to take away with that? I, I don't even know how how I'm even supposed to come at that game. Uh, okay, Ohio State won at home. And I understand the reasoning behind, uh, you know, having them play each other at the beginning of the year, you know, get a couple of live reps. It's totally different than practice. Understand that. Uh, but now we're kind of getting into a couple more intriguing games. Uh, we don't have any Big Ten versus Big Ten this week. Uh, should be one of the last weeks that we have it like this um, for most you know, most of the, the Big Ten. So we're going to start off uh, first game out of the slate. We've got uh, Western Kentucky playing Indiana. And I'm going to highlight a lot of these uh, like uh, these games. Obviously, uh, some of these games I like more than others. I'll tell you the side that I would bet if I don't love the number. Uh, some of these numbers have fluctuated quite a bit. Some of them have held steady. We'll kind of get into that and, uh, and, and break that down. So first off, you got Indiana, Western Kentucky. Started out at plus seven for Western Kentucky. Uh, the line has now been bet down to minus six and a half for Indiana, which means the money is coming in on Western Kentucky. Uh, usually early in the week, as you know, I was, we're sitting here, uh, when you see that you're getting uh, the the lines are kind of dropping, the public uh, kind of betting it up. Once when we get the closer we get to Saturday, the closer the line will probably drop on this game. I think it's going to be closer to what the bookmakers initially thought. Plus seven. I would hammer Western Kentucky. This is essentially the same team. When you look through this, the statistics, uh, now they are playing at Indiana, right? But when you're just looking at the stats, uh, you know, 46 in passing yards for Western Kentucky, 54 for Indiana. Rushing yards, 97, 89. Points, 
uh, 25, which is surprising for Western Kentucky, and, and, and 82. But on the defensive side, really close numbers again, 64-67, 65-99, 64-59. So really, really close to to equivalent numbers. Obviously, a couple of them are, are off in the worst two on broad statistics, and obviously strength of schedule You know, is that because Illinois was a tough matchup for Indiana. But I think this is a lot closer. Uh, I don't think I'm going to bet, uh, I wouldn't bet Kentucky or uh, Western Kentucky winning outright, but I think that number is there where um, I think it's going to be a three-point game. I think it's going to be 34 to 31 for Indiana. Uh, I, I do, like I said, I think it's a lot closer than what a lot of people think. Uh, Indiana can't fall asleep with this game. Uh, they are 2-0, and but they kind of fell asleep against Idaho. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Western Kentucky upset them. I think that they get out of there with a win. Uh, but you can't be looking ahead uh, going forward into the week into Cincinnati if you're Indiana. Very tricky spot for the Hoosiers here. Hopefully you go 3-0. and uh, Obviously you want to do that because that would be better than your record last year and moving forward. Uh, but definitely a tricky line. Uh, but like I said, I, I would go 34-31 for Indiana. Uh, I think there's going to be some points scored, but I think it's going to be a close game. And one of the the better games of the weekend. Next game up, we've got Michigan against uh, UConn. I think it's going to be an absolute beatdown. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close again. Cade McNamara uh, is the backup, so they're going with J.J. McCarthy. We talked a little bit about that. It'll be interesting to see what Michigan does in the Iowa game. I don't think there's a lot to take away from Michigan right now uh, with this you know, monster line. Uh, some books are at 47.5. Some books are at 49. Opening was 47. I think it's going to be. Uh, I, I think it's going to be 56 to seven. I think you know, Michigan just blows them out. I would take that minus 47. Obviously, that's a big number. I just don't have any faith in UConn going into the big house on that early window, uh, beating them. So there's that. Uh, the next game up, we've got Nebraska, Oklahoma. Uh, this one is tricky uh, for a myriad of reasons, mainly because uh, a lot of times when a team let goes of their coach, uh, the the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, I believe it's uh, Whipple that they've put in charge now. You know, they're able to rally the guys around it for for one win uh, to to come together. I just don't think that one win is going to be against Oklahoma. Oklahoma's looked phenomenal this year, uh, and I think that they blow out Nebraska. No, they hung 33 on Kent State. They put 45 on UTEP. Uh, right now, it's it's the lines at uh, 11 and a half at some books. I'm seeing at at 11 right now on the the Action Sports app. So I'm looking at it. You know, plus 11. I think Oklahoma definitely will be able to cover that. Uh, Nebraska has failed to cover uh, this entire year. Obviously against Northwestern, uh, North Dakota, and Georgia Southern. So right now, if you're if you're you know if you really hate Nebraska or you're you know just against Nebraska, betting against them to not cover the spread is what you want to do. Uh, I think that. Uh, it's close. I think through the first quarter, they kind of are, are fired up about the, you know, the frost firing and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't, I think Oklahoma pulls away. Uh, I would say 42 to 10 would be my guess. I don't imagine this to be very close. Uh, sorry, you know, uh, sorry, Cornhusker fans. I, I would love to, uh, 
I'd love to give you more hope, but right now at this time, uh, it's 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 looking pretty bleak. So uh, not much to go over uh, with this with this game. Uh, next game up, uh, we have two more left in the oven window. Not not a ton to talk about. Is the Northwestern Southern Illinois Southern Illinois uh, used to be a, that would be you know used to be a pretty uh, good FCS team. This year they're struggling. Uh, there's no line. A lot of times these FCS lines are, are released pretty late. I think Northwestern takes care of them. Um, I think. 28 to 7 is appropriate uh, but really I, I don't really have a feel for the SIU versus Northwestern Northwestern obviously really close against Duke I think they bounce back they go to 2 and 1 uh, and they're feeling pretty good but obviously that, that, that heartbreak last week against Duke was a tough loss uh, the final game in that early window that 10 o'clock window is uh, the Syracuse Purdue. Now it has been this, this line has been moving like crazy. It's been all over the place. When you look at the line movement, I mean, it's gone, uh, it's gone upwards. It looks about two and a half, maybe three points, uh, you know, plus three for Syracuse. It's gone down in Syracuse's favor. It looks like it's gone to a pick 'em. A lot of people uh, don't really know what to do with this line, and uh, a lot of money is coming in on Purdue, which makes me very, very suspect. Not to say that Purdue is not going to win, but this is definitely a sus- uh, suspicious line if you want to go with that. Uh, Purdue, obviously, we know what happened in Penn State. That that Penn State game, they bounced back. They beat Indiana State 56 to nothing. We're not even going to worry about that. The one that suspect is Syracuse. They beat Louisville first game out of the season 31 to 7 in the dome, right? They win at home. Then they beat UConn. Not much to talk about. Why I'm nervous about that is that Dino Babers, the coach of, of Syracuse, I believe that's how you say his last name, is he he just knows how to get ready for these big games. And this is a very good Syracuse team that not a lot of people are going to be talking about. I want to bet Purdue. I want to, you know, this is a Big Ten podcast. I want to say, Purdue fans, you're fine. I would be very, very careful with the Syracuse Orange, especially uh, with the defense. They play absolutely phenomenal pass defense. They're 19th in the nation right now. And rush defense, Purdue is better, but still a phenomenal rush defense, and they've only allowed, on average, 10.5 points. This is a very, very good Syracuse team. Right now, it's out of pick This makes it very, very difficult. Uh, uh, oh, the line just moved again. We're minus one Purdue. I think Syracuse beats them, but I think it's a one-point game. I really do. I think it's going to be 27 to, to 26, 28 to 27. That's going to be my final one. 28 to 27 in favor of Syracuse. I think this is going to be the game of the week. I love this game. I I know that a lot of people are going to be talking about the Auburn uh, Penn State game, or they're going to be talking about the Michigan State Washington game. This game in the early window was going to give us absolute electricity. I still love don't 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 get me wrong. I still love O'Connell. I still love the defense of Purdue, but I think there might be an upset brewing. I have to be honest with you guys. It's the one thing that I won't do is lie to you, and I've got to go with my gut here. I'd be taking Syracuse. I don't know if I would bet this game. Like I said, it makes me a little bit nervous to be betting it when it's out of pick uh, You know, home teams get three points, so uh, for it to be just a straight-up pick makes it crazy. I think I'm going to go Syracuse 
plus one, uh, or if it's a pick, pick them, and we'll be sitting on the money line. Uh, super fun game, though. I think a lot of Big Ten fans are going to be enjoying that game. Now moving on to the to the afternoon window, uh, we've got a few games. First up, we've got Rutgers against Temple. I think Rutgers absolutely beats down on them. Uh, right now, it's at 17.5. I think they win 31-10. I think they win by a, you know, a few touchdowns. Temple is bad. Uh, they could honestly be one of the, the worst teams in the AAC. They may only win one game all year. Uh, but if you're Rutgers, you're filling yourself, moving to 3-0. and That's where I see this team. And, you know, the next game up you have is Iowa. So you're kind of in your feels. You're kind of feeling good. Hey, at least we've been able to score uh, more than uh, just one touchdown in a game. We put up 66 and 22. Who is Iowa to say that we can't go in and beat them? Makes it very, very fun that next week. As long as they're not overlooking them, which I don't think Shiana will do. Uh, I think they take care of it, but I think they beat down on Temple. Uh, the next, uh, you know, next game up would be Minnesota against Colorado. Uh, this is a massive line uh, for Minnesota, Colorado. It's all the way up to 27 and a half at some books. Uh, some of them have a 27, some of them have a 28. Right now, looking at it, uh, I think Minnesota wins. Uh, Colorado kind of got beat down on Air Force last week. Uh, you know, after uh, after the departure uh, of. Mel Tucker, I think, you know, th this this program's kind of been in disarray. Uh, Carl uh, Dorrell, I believe, is the coach. I don't know if he's your guy. Uh, it's up to 27 and a half. I would tend to say I want to take Minnesota. I think it would be 42 to 7. They're at home. And again, they're kind of like Michigan. They're kind of in their fills. They're feeling good, uh, especially with Nebraska, I uh, Iowa, and, uh, you know, Wisconsin not playing super good in front of them. You're up against Michigan State next week. As long, again, just like Rutgers, as long as they're not overlooking into the next week, they're going to be fine. And I really think. They win decisively, especially at home. P.J. Fleck picks that win up, and uh, you're in your fields right now. You're feeling good. Uh, Michigan State, Purdue, Illinois, uh, you're hoping that you're undefeated uh, if, you're, if you're Minnesota and starting to kind of make a run. Okay, two more games for the, the the afternoon window. You've got Wisconsin taking on New Mexico State. Don't want to spend much time on this. Uh, Wisconsin, I, I don't even know what to say. It's minus 37 and a half. Uh, if, if I'm Wisconsin... If I'm not scoring 60 and you're a fan, I, I you're you you have questions. You've got some serious issues that I don't know that can be addressed within the season. Uh, issues in uh, internally with the coaching staff, I would want to question Wisconsin. If you're happy going eight and four, nine and three, ten and two, then fine. I don't think those fans are. Uh, you better hang sixty on them. Uh, honestly, I don't think they do. I think it's going to be forty-nine to three. Uh, I think they they take care of business. Uh, but I, I really got to see it from Wisconsin, uh, or I'm going to be opening up uh, my next show uh, talking about Wisconsin uh, football. So I mean, obviously, I like talking about it, but. Uh, kind of interesting in that one. Uh, and then the final uh, window, everyone's going to be talking about it. CBS, Auburn taking on uh, Penn State. Penn State uh, having to travel to uh, Jordan O'Hare Stadium. I think it's going to be loud. It's going to be ruckus. I, I don't know what to make of this game. I think three points is about what it's going to be. Auburn's beat Mercer and San Jose State. I really don't know what to make of it. Uh, I would say... 
Penn State can go down there and sneak a victory. Uh, I think it's going to be close. I would take Penn State plus three uh, if you're sitting there betting it. Uh, I, I think Penn State is the better team. I just I, I haven't seen enough Auburn, and I you know what I really do like Auburn. I followed them for most of my childhood into my uh, mid twenties. I think Auburn's a good team. I just don't think that they can handle Penn State, uh, especially with the the game uh, against San Jose State. That being said, I could see it go the completely opposite way where Penn State gets really like, we're going to go down there, we're going to win, and Auburn goes, you know, SEC mode and, you know, welcome to the big leagues and and, and blows them out. I I have have really no pulse for this game because of the unknown that is Auburn. I think the only separation that they have is – James Franklin over Brian Harson. I think Brian Harson. Uh, I, I don't think he's a good coach. I don't think he should have been hired at Auburn. Uh, he was adequate at Boise State. So that's where it is. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Penn State plus three. I would go. Uh, that would that would be uh, my guess. Like I said, I want to go twenty-one to 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 twenty uh, in this game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I think Penn State and Sean Clifford pull it out. On to the last four games of the evening. We got Toledo, Ohio State. Again, I think it's going to be a butt kicking. Ohio State minus 32. I'm going to go 35 nothing. I don't think Toledo scores. Uh, last week, I think it was 44 and a half points. Ohio State was able to, to, to take care of business there. Uh, Toledo's all right, but 32 seems about right. I think they, they, they cover it, uh, but I don't think Ohio State's tested here. Uh, the next game, super interesting. Iowa minus 23 to Nevada. Now who on earth set this line? And maybe I'm walking into it because Nevada's only beat New Mexico State and Texas State and they lost last week to Incarnate Word. But Nevada's put up 23, 38, and 41 points and Iowa's put up 7 and 7. Plus 23 is the absolute play here. I think everyone's like, oh, oh man, Iowa played their in-state rival. It's going to be close. Nevada has to come here. No, I do not think this Iowa team is anywhere near. They're like Nebraska, but they've won a game. Uh, They do not deserve the respect to get 23 points. I'm obviously taking Nevada plus 23. Uh, I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I think it's going to be 14 to 10. I think Iowa sneaks two uh, two uh, touchdowns. Wow, getting crazy out there, Hawkeyes. Uh, really, like I said, if this week is ugly and the week for Wisconsin is ugly, I've got some very... I, I, I'm going to come down hard uh, because I'm already... I'm, I'm waiting to hold my criticism mainly because I want to see uh, what this team is capable of. Obviously, Iowa, is their defense is phenomenal, uh, but they've got some games coming up. Uh, Rutgers, Michigan, Illinois, Ohio State that... It could get ugly and ugly fast. You've scored 14 points this year. Who are you? Who are the bookmakers to say minus 23 points? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just dead wrong here and I'm going to look like a fool. But I don't think that that is too big of a number to be giving someone. Uh, I know Nevada is not great and I really don't have faith in Nevada, but I have faith in them covering. And uh, I want to go to 14 to 10 until uh, they prove me otherwise. And I hope I get some egg on my face.
Okay, the next game up, we got Maryland against SMU. Again, another tricky line, and I think the the, the hook here is the three and a half. So right now, uh, it's Maryland three and a half. I think that's the hook, and I think SMU plus three and a half is the play, but I think Maryland wins. Uh, I, I really do. I think it's going to be close. It's going to be... Honestly, I think it's going to be 38 to 35. I think Maryland will will, will be able to, to put some points on them. It's at home. Uh, you know, two of his little brothers played phenomenal. Uh, and SMU's played well. They're really not been tested yet. I mean, neither really has Maryland. But I think both of these teams are on about the same level of, of, of team, right? They're, they're both good teams. I think both of them are bowl teams. Uh, but I don't really know if... Uh, you know, that three and a half, I think that, that half point's the hook. If it gets to three points, I think that's when, you know, you you bet Maryland, I guess. But that three and a half, I think SMU is able to cover that. Uh, but I think Maryland beats them. And Maryland improves to three and oh. Uh, and then finally, the game that everyone's talking about, everyone's amped about, and I love it, is Washington against Michigan State. Now, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know why this line is the way it is. It has completely flipped on its head. And I, I mean, as I'm looking through it, why is it the way that it is? I know Michael Penix Jr. is there, the, 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 the quarterback that was formerly at Indiana. Washington has beat Kent State and Portland State. So an FCS school and a MAC school. So we'll set that aside. And maybe you'll say the same thing about Michigan State. Well, they beat Akron and, and, and Western Michigan. Both of these schools, it's going to be a phenomenal game. However, this line has flipped, and it is crazy to me the way that it has flipped with money coming in on Michigan State. Now, is money coming on, on, on the line? But when you look at the line movement on this, and, and I'm glad that you know, I've been able to do this this uh, podcast midweek because it makes it super fun. I mean, it has completely flipped. At one point, it was Washington plus three and a half, and now it's Washington minus three and a half. I don't even think Vegas knows what's going on. They've got Washington minus uh, one uh, one oh nine, I guess, right now is the current live odds uh, to to win this game. I don't know why it flipped like this. Now, they are in Seattle, and I haven't been super impressed with Michigan State, uh, but I think this is the game where Michigan State kind of shows out. I think that they can be like, you know what, you're just a little Pac-12 school. Uh, I know that there were rumors that Washington wanted to jump into the Big Ten. I think they kind of show out in this game. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think it's going to be 31-21. I, I really don't see this game being that close. Um, I, I mean, of course, I could be, long, I could be wrong, but as I'm looking at it, I'm like, who is Washington to get these points when with who they played? Michigan State, at least last year, was was really good. Uh, but I'm really interested to see this game. I think Mel Tucker gets them up. I think that's the Spartans go there and, and get the win, take care of it in Seattle. It's a long flight. You know, it's it's dark in Seattle right now. They, they lose sunlight fast up there. I think it's going to be an absolute raucous crowd. 5.30 on ABC. Super fun game. Obviously, the early window, I love that Syracuse-Purdue game. But I love this Michigan State game at night. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have doubted the Spartans over the years. I, I can be one of those people. Uh, but I just don't see them going and losing a Big Ten school to a Pac-12 school uh, in 
you know, early September, I think they're able to, to, to really handle it. Uh, they're able to go in there and get the win. And then looking forward for Michigan State, they've got a pretty fun schedule coming up. Uh, and as like I said, as long as they're not overlooking it, you know, hoping to get to that West that Minnesota game, as long as they're not looking ahead at all, I think they take care of them. It's going to be wet. It's going to be slippery. But I just think that uh, Michigan State's offense will actually outshine Washington's defense. Washington has been known for that. And, and, and honestly, uh, first-year coach at Washington – Hard to uh, hard to 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 be in these big games. So those are kind of my picks. I think week th- uh, three is set to be the best one yet. Obviously, we don't have Illinois. They're off this week. Kind of sad we don't get to talk about the Illini. And as you look forward to week uh, four, we've got some really fun games. Uh, obviously, getting more into the the Big Ten versus Big Ten slate. Uh, we've got a couple buys that week as well. So excited! I think there's going to be some good games. Uh, obviously, last week there were some surprises. I hope we get some more surprises this week. Uh, and continue to to support this podcast. We've been doing really good. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, 19 and six money line. You're like, yeah, right. I'm doing great too. It's going to be once when we get into the Big Ten, that's going to be you know the the real kicker. Uh, the the spread we're fifteen and ten. As long as we're above fifty percent, we're we're filling it. We're in our fills. We're doing good. Trying to to you know make you guys a little money, and then also to give out our analysis. And then I can't wait to recap these games. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I've got some really really interesting, really fun ideas. Uh, if Iowa and Wisconsin lose, uh, and and really uh, we'll see if or we'll maybe not lose, but cover or not. Able, capable of, of bouncing back after loss or losses, yeah, and uh, and some fun ones. Obviously, if Purdue blows out uh, Syracuse, what is that going to look like? So, continue to support the podcast. Continue to subscribe, like, comment, uh, subscribe. Send us your in your uh, questions through Twitter. Would love to answer them on the next podcast, which would be the preview uh, as we're previewing as we're getting into the Big Ten slate. So, thank you guys. Have a wonderful week and enjoy another Saturday of college football.